بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد my brothers and sisters my dear brother and friend محمد عمد sent me a very nice article which is also Uh, I'm sending the link with this uh, with this further reminder. I'm asking Omer to send the link with this further reminder. And it's called The Nothingness of Money. It begins with a riddle which many of us may have heard or some of us may have heard in our childhood. And the riddle is, what is it that the rich don't need, the poor don't have, If you eat it, you die, and when you die, you can take it with you. What is it that the rich don't need, the poor don't have? If you eat it, you die, and when you die, you can take it with you. The answer is nothing. The rich need nothing, the poor have nothing. If you eat nothing, you die. And when you die, you can take nothing with you. The article is very interesting because it talks about the basic argument in the, uh, in the, uh, the basic uh, track in the article is it talks about how people spend and we spend, by people we mean we, we spend our entire lives focused on making money. That is the single primary goal of our lives to make money everything else is subordinated to that we believe that if we make enough money then we will be free from all difficulties wants we will be free from all uh, we will be protected from all threats and dangers we feel that unless we make money we will be the victim of so many things of environmental circumstances, of uh, other matters which are closer to home. Um, all other desires we have, all other aims and goals we have, we believe are achievable only if we have the money. This is our, this is our belief and this is something which is uh, perhaps universal. Uh, in one way or the other. Then the article says that when it finally dawns on us that money was not the central theme, that what we did collect and what we can leave behind as in terms of our legacy is something which is not money. And he makes a nice statement. He says, uh, uh, You will never find on a tombstone written that he beat the stock exchange, right? He was smarter than Nasdaq or something. Right? You, you, won't, you won't find that as a line on the headstone because that doesn't matter. What people remember about you is not how much money you had. What people remember about you is how you were with them, how, what they experienced from you in how you treated them and how you, were, how you behaved with them and how... You helped them or you did not help them or how you were 
beneficial for them or how you are harmful for them, negative or positive. People um, remember those things. They don't remember how much money you had. Your bank account does not go with you. All of this stuff is old hat. All of this stuff we know. All of this stuff we have heard a million times. Yet, it seems to have no effect on our uh, daily lives. We don't find the effect of this knowledge in our daily decision making, in our daily timetables. Now, as Muslims, we need to think about this even more deeply because this is the central theme of our uh, belief in the Akhirah. And uh, this is what Rasulullah told us. And this article says that, you know, the people who seem to realize it are people who have been given uh, news of terminal illness, uh, people who are being checked into a hospice, people whose deathbed is being prepared. For example, you take Steve Jobs' famous speech, which uh, does the rounds on the internet. When did he make it? He didn't make that speech at the beginning of his career or the middle part of his career. He made that speech when he was given news that he, he had pancreatic cancer and there was no cure to that. So it's only when you get to that stage that you seem to realize that this chasing after money is not going to help you. And so, of course, at that point in time, he says that this is a wonderful thing that happened to me and I'm now making all my decisions uh, based on this knowledge that I have got so many, so many hours to live or so many months to live or days to live. But think about what the benefit of that would have been if he had... Uh, if he'd had that knowledge earlier, this awareness earlier, uh, what he may have done and what he, how he may have changed his life. Now, taking uh, that example, Rasulullah told us that this death can come at any time. And that might be now, that might be today, might be tomorrow. Uh, in the last one month, we have here we have heard of three cases of uh, people who had... Uh, just had a massive heart attack or some other kind of stroke and died, just like that. Uh, an otherwise perfectly uh, healthy person just died. Uh, three cases we heard uh, heard of in the last one month. The question this article asks, which is very interesting, is just the, look for the effect of that in your daily life. Look at the effect of that in your timetable. We all know this stuff. We've all heard this stuff a million times, right? How has my life changed because of that? What am I doing differently today? How has my day changed because of that? How is my time allocation and my time distribution and my time utilization, how has that changed? Because of this knowledge I have that I can't take it with me and that what I can take with me um, Maybe I'm not spending enough time uh, to make that. So I'm spending a lot of time making something which I can't take with me and I'm not spending enough time on something that I can actually take with me. I remind myself and you that this is something that we need to seriously think about and to refocus our lives and to see the concrete evidence of that in our lives, which is, which will be in our timetables, which will be in the things that we pursue. Everybody, the article also talks about that. He says how retirement is geared to deal with this in some way. And of course, the article is really is not written by a Muslim. He's not talking about Akhirah. He's talking about how can I 
do the stuff I want to do in this life. So he's saying, how can I do intensely, effectively speaking, I'm paraphrasing, he said, how can I how can I intensively do stuff which I don't even want to do just because it makes money and then stop doing it early enough so now I will have time to do what I really want to do uh, for the number of uh, years that I have left with me. So if I stop within quotes working um, at 65 then I have maybe 20 years to do what I really want to do but if I was to able if I if I'm able to stop working at 45 then I'll have four decades to be able to do what I really want to do but I've always said that that's a stupid argument because why would you want to spend even one minute doing something that you don't even want to do and to think about saying that you're going to spend 20 years 30 years 40 years doing something that you really don't even want to do so that you can then do what you want to do just looking, just looking at that statement, what I really want to do, I could do best and I, Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave me a life where I actually did all this stuff. What I really want to do, I could do best in my 20s and 30s and 40s. Now in my case, Alhamdulillah, I did all that. But if you, are, if you didn't do that, then what you really want to do, when you are 60 years old, you can't do because physically you are, you are not able to do that. You may want to do that. You may want to, you know, uh, climb mountains. You may, you may want to go uh, trekking. You may want to, you know, do all kinds of outdoor stuff, which your health will not permit you to do. You may want to write books. You may write, you may want to do, you know, a lot of social work and travel and this and all of this stuff. Your own health, your own age. I'm talking about. May Allah give you healthy and long lives. But for most people. As you grow older, your health and your abilities are going south. This is the reality of life. Whether we like it or not, that happens to everybody. So this whole business of saying I'll do, spend a lot of time doing something that I don't even want to do so that later I can do something that I want to do. fact remains that later you will not be able to do what you want to do even though you have the money to do it. So the thing to do is to prioritize in our lives really what is meaningful and to start doing that as early, as quickly as we can. If I start at 10 years old, then I've got another 80 years or 70 years in which I can enjoy myself and do something which is meaningful and valuable. So this is what I thought let me share with you after this article. May Allah help us to uh, see what really is valuable in life and that is to gain his rida that is to gain, gain Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rida his what he likes his approval his happiness happiness not in our sense but meaning that Allah is his pleasure if we can focus our lives on uh, on gaining the rida of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then believe me, you will not spend one single minute also doing something which has no value.